Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back to the Lawn Care Leaders Podcast. Let's get into it. All right, guys, good to be with you. Welcome back to another episode of the Lawn Care Leaders Podcast. And I'm joined today by Zach Miller, the People's CFO. We're going to do a, a growth segment and dive deep on um, how to get perspective and getting perspective from from mentors. So we, we talked on Wednesday's podcast, Zach, about you know, mental clarity and, and when there's when there's chaos swirling around you, how do you how do you kind of step back, gain some mental clarity and establish your own viewpoint on a certain situation before you go to, to mentors and outside counsel? So that's what we're gonna be talking today. How are you doing, Zach? I'm doing well, BD. Summer is going well. Enjoying it. Coming off some fourth of July holidays with the family. Good times. How about how about you, BD? How's your summer going? Oh, good, man. It was. It was a good fourth. It was a good fourth. Good. Uh, been a couple of weeks since we've done a podcast together, so it's it's nice to be in the podcast wagon with you. It's a little clunky. I, I, I can feel <laughs> we might hit some bumps in the road, but you and I will get through it. That's uh, we we're good at taking curveballs, bro. Yeah, I know. I feel we've been on a lot of calls and talked a lot since then, but never on the formal podcast setting. I know. So I feel like I'm I'm back in the seat. Back in the hot seat, baby. I know. I know. know. Monday, I updated them on a a lot of what we have going on, a lot of the big changes. Um, Mm -hmm. True story. I had a dream that somebody, and I think it was a specific listener or a coaching client or somebody that was, uh, that said, you should quit calling Zach the people's CFO. And that was it. Like that was the, that was the end of of my dream. (laughs) Oh, it was a dream. I thought, man, who's calling it? <laughs> who's, call, who's calling us Who's now? hating? Um, who's hating us? You know, no, just, I need to be the, the lawn care accountant, the people's numbers guy, you know, maybe there is something <laughs> to that, Britt. You can throw something better. I'm, I am open to anything. No, <laughs> no, man. Yeah, all right. So we're, Zach and I, it's a growth segment. We've given you guys a, it's, it's been a nice theme for this week. And uh, before we jump into it, though, we're going to... We're going to talk about some of our sponsors. So first sponsor that we have, and uh, we appreciate this new partnership with them. I've uh, been working with Dana Hernandez and Scott May over there from GPS Track It. And uh, we're, we're, we're really excited to have them on board, guys. Uh, GPS Track It, it is like, it is a all-inclusive vehicle asset tracking device. You've heard it a couple of times now on the podcast and it's just like a, Zach, it's a really easy to use fleet management solution and it gives real time vehicle tracking, time and driver management, equipment and asset protection and management. They have uh, really cool like smart video dash cams that you can do and just really, really good for what we have going on. And, And this is the, the value that I'm seeing in it, Zach, is we've got guys out on the road every day. One, we want them to be safe, but two, it's one of our largest investments. It's, it's a massive mm-hmm. truck with equipment and it's payroll and all of those things are out on the road. And so any way that you can manage that properly, um, you're, you're going to want to do that effectively and efficiently. So go, go to our show notes, guys, check out the link. It is gpstrackit.com backslash solutions 
slash landscaping slash lawn care leaders. That's why I say just go to the show notes, click the link. You can also call this number 844-394-9244 and get hooked up with the uh, the friendly folks over there at GPS Track It. So you can also put one wherever you want. Like if you want to track your wife, your father-in-law, your mother-in-law, <laughs> you, can, you can track them all. Your highest valued assets, whatever those are. Exactly. Your kid, you got a 16-year-old kid and you've got an extra GPS tracking device you want to throw on there and see where they're really at. And, you know, are, are they saving on fuel costs between here and school or could they could they take a better route? So, all right, the, the next two, we've got GIE Expo. Guys, I am sad to say, I don't know if Zach's going, but I will not be going. My wife's due date just got pushed up even more. And so with that looking down the barrel of us, and I now have to go to Indiana um, a couple times before the end of the year to start this new location with Zach, um, I will not be attending GIE Expo. So sad days, but we will uh, we'll try to make next year work. So if you are going though, even without me, I, I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know why you would go now, but if you are going, make sure you go click the link in our show notes because we do have a 50% coupon. So if you're going to go and pay 200 bucks, you might as well save a hundred by going to the link in the show notes, saving some money. And then also our friends over at jobber, they give us a discount code for you guys as well. Oh, sorry. Let me backtrack here. Zach, on the GIE Expo, when they go to that code, make sure you plug in B-R-I-T-T. That will get you the, the discount. Um, same thing for Jobber. We've partnered with them now for over three years, and I've actually been using Jobber at Green Again since they founded in 2012. And just a game changer. So if you're looking to make your business more professional when quoting, invoicing, reporting, automating everything that you have to do on a daily basis, go check out Jobber. The link for them will be in the show notes as well. All right, Zachary Dean, that's it. That's it for our partnerships. We've got, uh, we've got a lot of people that are partnering with us here these days. I know. That's what I was just thinking. A lot of good people in lawn care, a lot of great vendors trying to serve the industry. Um, I think it goes to show it's a growing industry, which is exciting for all of us. Yeah. Yep. Good people, man. We, we appreciate the support. Mm-hmm. All right, Zachary Dean. We're going to sit with garnering perspective from mentors. So again, just to, just to reiterate, we've, we've established our viewpoint. You know, you may have a big decision in front of you, some challenges that it may kind of be chaotic and you're trying to figure out, should I go left or should I go right? Should I like, maybe you're choosing just the least worst option. And so you've need to, you, you need to establish your viewpoint And now you're going to go seek counsel from other people. And the Bible talks about this all the time. You know, seek counsel from the wise is, I mean, it's just littered throughout the Bible. So Mm -hmm. that's what we're going to sit with today, Zach. I'd be interested in letting you kick it off and, and hear kind of your thought process on this. And if you have mentors and, and who you go through. Yeah, man, what a big topic, super important. Um, I think for me, I kind of want to just start it out and say, from my personal journey, um, my, you know, I don't really call them mentors. Like I don't get on the, get on the phone and say, Hey, you know, you are my mentor, but it's people that I over time have had a lot of like deep life conversations with people who I have a lot of respect with, um, and people who I want to imitate in some way in life, you know? So like 
first off, that's kind of how I look at my mentors in my life. Um, they're not, they're not always people that like do exactly what I do, right? They're not just accountants. They're not just business people. I like to have input from leaders in all different industries in all different walks of life. But in some way I want to imitate something they do. You know, I, I see something very valuable. So for me, that's kind of what I'm looking for, I guess, and what you call a mentor. I, I don't want people who have the exact same perspectives as me on everything because then it just kind of becomes an echo chamber. So for me, you know, I reach out to people, you call it manufacturing and, you know, in banking and finance and business and you, Britain, lawn care, um, and and try to get perspectives from all of these different areas. And then two, before I just go in and say like, hey, I want you to mentor me and just give me your advice on all of these things. I feel like in life, we have to build up some type of capital with these people to tap into. And and Britt, I want you to weigh on this because I think you do a good job of this. Um, it's not like, Oh my goodness, a big decision is on our plate. And so now I'm going to call up somebody I haven't talked to in a full year, you know, six months. And I'm going to call them and say, Hey, here's my problem. I want you to help me solve. Right. It's usually somebody who you've consistently communicated with over time. You may have helped them, invested in them in some way. And then these conversations kind of flow much more organically. And you don't have that like, official kind of awkward, Hey, I need your advice. You know, it's a very fluid conversation. You call these kinds of people to to reach out about big decisions because they've been a part of your life for a while. You've been open with them. You've given something to them. You know, you're not just tapping into their knowledge base without giving anything back. Um, So I want you to chime into on like kind of how you set up your mentor base and how you look at it. But before I get into when I tap in, what I need from them, I kind of wanted to set the scene of like when we say mentors, for me, that's kind of the way I look at it. No, I think that's I think that's great. And I, I do think oftentimes when we're in need of a mentor, you know, it is it might be too late, you know, like like yeah, a, a mentor a is an part. ongoing relationship. So it's not something you look up yeah. and, and you say, oh, it's it's panic mode. I need to find somebody now. I mean, you're, you're going to have that and like, oh, well, who can I turn to? But it's just like Zach's saying, it's usually somebody that you've established rapport with that you have an ongoing relationship um, and, and be it like in the career space or maybe just on the personal side, somebody that, you know, both of your kids go to the same soccer team and you talk to them every Friday and you're like, Oh, you know what? Tom would be great resource just for me to pick his brain on this. And I I do think it, like you said, I, I think it's very lighthearted and casual in the beginning. And then it develops into something deeper, you know, Hey, I want to pick your brain on, on this real estate stuff. You know, and he has a passion for real estate. And so you guys just start talking about it. And now, now he's a resource for that. And he's picking your brain about what's going on in his lawn or, you know, how to increase the value of his properties through landscaping. And it's just kind of that natural ebb and flow of the relationship. And eventually you guys, what you, you each leverage each other's skill sets, network and relationships. And, and you're kind of mentoring and counseling and guiding each other. I I think that's awesome. I think that is perfect. Exactly. And that's kind of what I was getting at there, Brett. It's like, it's really your network of people. And the more, um, the more robust your network across all different industries, you know, the more value you're going to have to tap into for mentors. Like we just, I think it's easy to kind of brush off, oh, networking, you know, oh, I don't want to go to these networking events and I don't need that. 
And it doesn't have to be that official. It can literally just be shooting somebody a text once a week to chat business or life a little bit, and you're going to build that relationship. Or maybe it's coffee once a month with someone. Or you know, it, it can be very laid back and just kind of morph into people you can tap into for wisdom. So now that we've kind of established that, um, I, I would kind of like to get into how to approach these kind of people for really big situations, um, because this is something I'm still working on. Um, but it's funny when you get into life, then you have younger people starting to tap into your knowledge base. And I know people do that with you too, Britt, not to be bragging or anything, but it comes both ways. You know, as you seek mentors and you advance in life, you're going to have people come up behind you that are seeking advice as well. And you want to do a good job for them. But something I've really tried to do with this is um, be very cognizant of their time and how valuable it is. So when you approach them with a topic, be very, I try to be very specific and kind of have at least my game plan already hashed out my vision ready and then say, you know, sit down and say, Hey, here is what I'm thinking. Let me know how you feel about this or how would you do this differently or give me your pros and cons of this approach I'm having instead of just going into a call or a meeting with someone and going, Oh my goodness, can you help me do X and O? You know, I, I think people like to be approached with at least a knowledge base of what you're wanting to do and then critique it instead of coming in wide open with a problem and then wasting a lot of the time just trying to hash out what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? No, it does. It does. And I would say just uh, a note to self, like I don't do a good job of this. I really don't. I I go in and I kind of want to like spill my guts out, tell my story and, and like everything's out on the table and, and I'm getting better because I feel like you do a good job of this, Zach, but of like paraphrasing and then also being prepared. I I think it's okay Mm -hmm. for me to share the story and explain what's going on. But at some level, you know, you got to wrap it up and paraphrase like, hey, here's the gist of what I'm getting at with that story. Like even if you have to give somebody a bunch of background and then maybe here's here's my question and 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 you'll you'll feel it. You'll, and you'll, you'll sense it like deep down if you're meeting with somebody whose time is very valuable and they'll say mm-hmm. something like, so what you're saying is actually this, or they'll say, so what's your question? You know? And I, I, I think mm-hmm. if you can just take maybe 15 minutes before the conversation and do your due diligence and be a little more prepared for me, that always serves me well. And, um, same thing for them. Uh, because your point about the time thing, Zach, is is huge. I was actually going to meet with a guy two weeks ago, and we both were just we were trying too hard to make the meeting work, and we decided, you know mm-hmm. what, we're we're just going to reschedule it because we both were kind of on the same page in that if we do have this meeting, neither of us are prepared. It's going to be inefficient, and we can probably go, you know, our time is going to be better used somewhere else. So I think for me, just personally, I'm definitely working on that because um, I just yeah, but I. I do want to jump in. I think you do a good job of you always have a vision of where you're wanting to go. And I think that is key too, because when you sit down with a mentor, um, you know, what they want to do might be very different from what you want to do. And so they always want it to be framed up in your vision so that they can contribute and help you. You know, yeah. um, people want to help other people, but they need to kind of know where they're wanting to go. Yeah. And I think Brett, you and I run into this a lot um, with our lawn care leaders when we're doing, you know, coaching calls or even just doing like financial projections. Um, there's a million different ways you and I could go and try to help them or try to take this business. But it really comes down to 
what's their vision, where do they want to go. Yeah. And so we use that as the base, and then we try to give insights to help them, you know, get to wherever they want to be. Yeah. And I, I do want to brag on one of our clients. I'm not going to name names, but he's been facing like a major um, decision lately of buying a, a big building. I mean, like a big growth opportunity for him. And um, he's come to us and, you know, we've run all the numbers and projections and helped him go through it. But I know I personally, when I talk to him, I always say, hey, why don't you talk to other people, like seek advice from, you know, your banker, from other people in your town who are successful businessmen, from your dad, from, you know, from us volunteer leaders, but also from your tax accountant. Bounce this off of all these different people because they're all going to give different perspectives on it. Mm -hmm. And not everybody is going to be leading you exactly where you want to go. You know, they're all going to offer what they've seen in the industry and that's going to help you. Mm -hmm. And so I just watched this guy. He's going to be very successful. He already is, but... You know, he's worked with us. He came out, he, he made his projections and kind of his vision of where he wants to go with his business. Now he has this big, and I know a lot of owners face this, this big um, real estate investment opportunity. And so now he's seeking out advice from all of these different outlets and people in his life. And he's gotten a lot of really good advice that not any one person could have given him. Yes. And, you know, a guy like that, is he going to make a better decision on buying a building than just some ownership from who shoots from the hip and just puts a down payment and goes because he likes to build it, right? Like, you look at it like that, this guy who's seeking all of this input is going to do so much better on a decision like this because he at least has all of the pros and cons laid out in front of it. Mm, that's so um, good. And that's it's so good, yeah. It's something you and I are doing too, Brett, you know, with this new location. We're trying to tap into our network um, and we're getting out way outside of lawn care, you know, talking to people in real estate, banking, manufacturing, attorney, you know, whatever it is, trying to get good perspective to make a decision. I think what it really comes down to is um, it's easy to be on an island as an owner. It's easy to feel alone and feel like you have to make all the decisions yourself. And at the end of the day, you do. It is on your shoulders and you have to make that final decision. But there's a lot of other people who have had to go through this stuff in their own way. And I feel like I've learned if you come up to people and you're genuine and open about seeking advice, um, they're usually excited to pour into you and they're going to give you really good input and, and you're not going to be alone. And I, I think that's something you've experienced too, Britt. You've gone from, you know, always feeling alone or feeling like you have to make these decisions by yourself to, Hey, it's okay to tap into this network to help you grow. Yep. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. That's uh, I, I appreciate you sharing the story about one of our clients and, and getting, Getting that in there, man, because that is that is so valuable. I think one of the biggest things, and, and you've touched on it earlier, is when getting perspective, like the outside of the industry. I think I think so often guys in their first few years running a lawn and landscape company, you know, they only want to get somebody that's five years ahead of them within the lawn and landscape business. And I, I, I think that really does devalue the perspective because whenever you do go to a banker or you do go to a CPA or you do go to, maybe you got an uncle that does construction or whatever it may be, the, the perspective that they're going to give you is so much more valuable than somebody that has already the innate biases that come with this industry. And that's, that's Mm -hmm. one thing that I've found. And, and, that's why, honestly, I, I love talking to you as, as somebody who's been new into lawn and landscaping and has a, you know, a completely different CFO, CF, CPA type background. Like that's beneficial. Like th- those people that can view things with hey, it's black and white. Here's the numbers. Here's what we're doing. Like 
those are, those are really, really great people to get around you. Um, especially during tough times, you know, maybe, maybe you don't want that guy that actually knows how it's going to be, you know, it's it, cause it might, it might turn out differently for you. So I think that's, uh, I think that's super valuable. So we got pretty mm-hmm. much right now, Zach, to, to kind of circle, circle it back here. We've got perspective. You've got outside perspective. You've got building relational capital, right? You want to, you want to try to make it a win-win situation. You're, you're investing into somebody, they're investing into you. Um, and you're not just going to somebody with your hands out, right? Like you're, you're going more with a handshake approach. You're saying, Hey, I'm not needy. I'm, I'm meeting you. We're developing the relationship. Um, and then get a visual there, Britt, go at it, go at it with the handshake approach, not your hands out. I like that. Cause I know that's something I struggle with because I, I hate that. And I'm sure other guys do. I hate that feeling of coming at someone, just asking for stuff from them for nothing yep. in return, you yep. know, hands out. And probably to the degree that it hinders me sometimes, like I'm afraid to even call somebody for advice. And I know that's something I work on, but if you can have that mindset, it's more of like a, a handshake ongoing relationship, not the formal mentor mentee. It, it helps just make things not quite as structured and awkward in my mm-hmm. opinion. Mm-hmm. And then if I can give, if I can give a, a disclaimer here, just make sure guys that you realize the importance of the, the podcast episode that we just did on Wednesday of knowing your viewpoint. Um, I really do think your instincts as a business owner are going to be the most valuable tool that you'll have to repeatedly tap into. And it'll be one of the things that's under fire as you make big decisions. You'll start to question yourself. You'll start to lack confidence. You'll start to not react with great instincts, but just out of fear. And with that, then you start to go and you, you look for outside counsel and that can be a scary place to be. I've been there multiple, multiple times, um, where you, you, you have a, you have a big decision, you're lacking confidence, you're wondering which direction to go. And instead of establishing your viewpoint or maybe pushing pause, creating some separation, creating some space to recalibrate, okay, where's my vision? Here we go. Let's kill it. Let's crush it and then get feedback, you start to go there first and then you're just kind of yanked around all over the place. And that's where it can get pretty hazy. Um, so I, I do want to give that disclaimer. Nobody knows your business better than you. Nobody knows how hard it is better than you. Nobody knows what it takes better than you. And so oftentimes these mentors are not there to swing the pendulum from one side to the other. They're there to be a sounding board and to reinforce what you already know. You know, when you're, when you're in the big game and it's the championship and there's two minutes left, you're not looking to your coach to figure out, are we in the right game? No, really. You're looking to your coach for that nod of affirmation. Here's what I'm going to do. He gives you that wink, like go F and kill it. And then you go out there and you kill it. That I want to make sure that you guys are utilizing mentors in that way, especially in clutch situations, because if you're not, you can be swayed and you look over at that mentor and you're like, well, man, coach, like, I think I should go left on him, but I'm not quite sure if I go left, he's going to go there. And then should I pitch it to the corner? I don't know. Do I do a sidestep? Do I go do a layup, a mid range jumper? Your coach is going to be like, but like you, you're, you know what to do. Here's the play we're running. Go out there and do it. 
Um, and, and I can refer back to that story that you shared with our client. I'm sure a lot of his mentors are just like that right now. Hey, you've made this decision. It is a scary jump. It's a big jump. It's going to require a lot of you, but you're prepared. You've got all your ducks in a row. Let's freaking do this. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes it's just that confidence boost you need. I know from personal experience that last kick in the butt that pushes you over the edge and you know, it says, Hey, you got this, you can do it. Yep. But that is so valuable coming from someone you respect. And, that, and that's why it is important just to reach out to people when you are going through something major, just so you don't feel alone. I mean, truly that's a big part of it. Even if they're not offering a ton of technical expertise, if they're looking at it from an outside perspective and say, Hey, this is a good move. You can win. You can succeed. Yep. A lot of times that's all you need to go. Okay. I got this. And then you go for it. So good. So good. All right. Let's slam the e-brake on the mentor talk. Um, Zach, I, I, I told everybody that we're going to be opening a location out in, uh, Indianapolis, east of Indy, uh, specifically. So we're super pumped about that. We're going to keep you guys up to speed. I, we might even do a couple weeks or maybe a, a episode here and there where, where we just tell you like, here's our thought process on starting a new location. Here's where we're at logistically. Here's what we're thinking through with marketing and sales. Um, here's what we're thinking for operations, all of that. I, I think that would be fun, but I just thought it would be nice real quick, Zach, if you want to spend just a couple minutes as we wrap up here and, and tell the audience, like, what, what are you most excited about as we, as we start this new journey and, and get a, a green again location out in Indy? Yeah, I, it will be fun once we're through a year of this to kind of sit down and talk through all of the million decisions that have to be made on something like this. Um, because I know other guys, like we've actually talked to other owners across the country that are going through this or wanting to do this, right? Like open another location somewhere. Yep. And I, I'll just, I will say it's incredibly overwhelming at first <laughs> and definitely a little scary. You know, there's a lot of unknowns, but what I've enjoyed is like, just, yeah, you have this blank slate, but the more you get into it and you figure out what you really want to do, so you're casting your vision and just like we do with our lawn care leaders clients, we're casting our vision. We're setting very, very specific, clear-cut goals. We're projecting out what we need to accomplish those goals. And then all along the way, we're willing to be flexible and nimble. We're not locking ourselves into anything. We're ready to pivot if we have to. But it's like the more we hash out that game plan, the more excited I get and the more comfortable I get with what we're about to do. Because from day one, we said we're going to do this. There's just a million things to figure out. But once you get into it, you know, a lot of it is just the basics of business. Just you're starting from nothing, right? So it's the same thing all you guys are facing. What equipment do I need to accomplish this goal? Who's going to do it? How do we incentivize them properly? Sales and marketing, what's it going to look like? Operationally, how are we going to set this up? So you start with this really big, like wide open canvas, and then you start to narrow in more and more of how you're going to do it. So I think for me, the, the most exciting thing is we're approaching this with the mindset of we know exactly where we want to go, but we're willing to be flexible and pivot. And so I'm excited to start a venture where there's not all this overhead. We're not locked in to do something specifically the whole time. Like we are fully ready and open to listen to the market and adjust accordingly. And that's the fun part of business. And I think that's what makes a lot of like people our age um, get into business in the first place is like the, the blank canvas. There's so many options and we're all willing to like pivot and adjust to be successful. 
Because if we wanted the structure and the overhead or whatever, we could all go work a W-2 corporate job, you know, have everything very planned out for us, make a very set amount of money and have a comfortable living. But that's not what we're in it for, right? Like we're in it to add value, to learn, to grow. And so I think for me, that's what I'm most excited about is not so much just the X's and O's of lawn care locations, but more just about being in the free market and listening to customers and adjusting and trying to succeed. Mm, mm. So kind well of a roundabout said, answer there, but it, it's, it's more the game of business and adding value for me yep. is what I'm excited about. Yep. And we have, we have hopped into a fun game, my friend. I'm, I'm excited. No, I, I think that was, I think that was perfect. And, and to, to those of you guys out there, if you are in the Indy area or you know of somebody that runs a business around Indianapolis, please hit us up. Um, we're actually putting together some of our subcontractor list right now. So again, the green again lawn out there is only going to do fertilizing, weed control, tree and shrub programs, aerating and seeding, that sort of stuff. So if you're an irrigation guy, landscaper, hardscaper, if you're if you're tree removal, stump grinder, whatever, we we are compiling our list of rock star subcontractors because of course we show up to the property, we're viewed as a professional. They want feedback on everything. They're going to ask, hey, who do you use for X? You know, we we want to have the best of the best to be able to give them, just like we have here in Kansas City. So, if you guys are interested in that, make sure you hit us up on Instagram. You can just do at Lawn Care Leaders Podcast, or you can you can text us directly. Say, hey, would love to uh, have a shot at being one of your subcontractors. It's nine one three three five seven five nine four seven. So, well, we're we're super pumped. Um, we will keep you guys in the loop on that. And uh, until next time, Zach, I appreciate you being with us and you guys keep at it. Thanks, Brett. It's a pleasure as always. Take care, buddy. Bye.